Dante, have you completed your assignment yet? He forgot already. It's been like two weeks and he forgot. I I have no idea what you're talking about. My assignment. If I choose to accept it. overdue, incomplete assignment. Oh, uh, anxious. Yes. No, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You didn't give me a deadline. Unprofessionalism. The teacher has to give a deadline. Dude, I'm I'm moving to a job where my only motivation is deadlines. Like that's a a literal part of every day. I'm not not just writing for fun. I'm writing because of stress. That's how I work. (laughs) Well, fucking get on it, man. I'll give you a a deadline of I don't know, the next time we, we record together. Which, yeah, which I'm scared now is is now not going to happen ever because Dante has an assignment. <laughs> um, I can now bring the attitude I've had at my current job for the past two weeks to this podcast, <laughs> which is, okay. uh, what are you gonna do? Fire me? <laughs> uh, yes. Oh shit. I'll, I really, I do need I'll, the... You know what I'll do? I'll stop playing Ticket to Ride with you. <laughs> no! Welcome to Five Songs or Less, everybody. This week, we are talking about Jawbreaker and maybe Lagwagon, too. I don't know. We came up with that idea last night. Are we taking it seriously? Who knows? Uh, my name's Danny. That asshole over there, his name is Dante, and I love him to death. Hello. And now I'm going to uh, cut the stuff we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, place it right there. Okay. <laughs> Danny, we're recording on a Saturday morning. It's it's still eight something where you are. On a Saturday. <laughs> That's uh possibly our earliest record time. Uh quite possibly, yeah. It is eight fifty nine AM Pacific uh standard time, daylight time. I don't fucking know. I don't know either. No one does. Pacific um, time. But we've and we've already been dicking around for fifteen minutes. Yeah. I did sort of kind of like I got out of my pajamas. I wouldn't say I got dressed. Okay. But I'm I, no longer I, wearing I put on pants, yeah. Okay. Uh are you wearing jeans? Uh, but I'm still in my, my pajama shirt. That's fine. Yeah. Uh I did not uh, like I can feel some eye crusties in there. Ooh. So I, I apologize for that. Um in my butt. I take them out of my eye and put them <laughs> in my butt. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. so yeah, it's, you know, it's, we're g- at that point of our relationship where we're getting maybe a little too comfortable with each other. Yeah. 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 I, I could see you with your makeup off now, I but, l- but luckily, um, we have 
We have dozens and dozens and dozens of episodes uh, in the future to to improve upon this. And there's <laughs> no reason I foresee that it would stop. Are we bringing this up now? Bringing what up? Uh, the fact that you're you're making us go on hiatus slash making me find other co-hosts to to fuck around with. I'm I'm letting you. We are now in an open pod relationship. <laughs> you're, you're letting me pod around. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I guess we can finish this thought. As uh, yeah. Uh, I I can't do this as much anymore because I'm looking at my computer and I'm not looking at you because I have to like sit straight <laughs> for this. Like if if I yeah. want to if I want to hunch over like I normally do, I have to uh-huh. like. It looks like I have like. <laughs> I no like that neck. look. I like that look. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to like get on my mic and then look at you. Um, yeah, I, I'm moving. I'm starting a new job and I'm gonna be working an afternoon tonight shift. Uh, what a ridiculous schedule, man! It's good I mean, for I me. I know though. you gotta like. I know you gotta look at sports and stuff during this, but like, <laughs> come on! Can't you watch them on TV? Uh, I mean, yeah, some of them. Uh, a, a lot of them are streamed. Um, I'm gonna try this. See how long that lasts. <laughs> holding this heavy I'm ass. Hear, I'm gonna be able to hear every single movement on the record. Really? Just like this? If you hold it. Yeah, kind of. Ay, ay, ay. You have a... Where's your magic cards? They're in a box, man. Did you pack them already? I've been packing up my... I packed up my books. My bookshelf is empty. The magic cards are are in a box. Um, I mean, you can sort of see around my... I got like some plastic tubs... Uh, uh-huh. some boxes. I have a cat. Hi, Ben. Hiding behind a pillow. Oh. Uh, I tried to put the pillow underneath the window so he could like use it as a little, like to get a little bit higher. And, uh, I think yeah. he's, he's wary of the, you know, structural integrity sure, sure. of the pillow. Cats yeah. don't walk on pillows very well. Um, <laughs> but, uh, only, only to track litter. That's right. I need us like they're little Johnny apple seeds when it comes to cat litter. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, be, because of uh, the move and the the job change and all of that, I at the very least have to uh, like pull back from like the weekly schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, back to just staring at the garage band window just because it's. <laughs> more comfortable <laughs> my posture is so bad i can't look danny in the eye here let me see if i how can i like somehow mount this little stand over my monitor will that break something <laughs> hey computer check this out look at that huh can you oh, say hey look at that yeah can you see that yeah so yeah that's perfect scratch up the glass and then <laughs> Perfect. All right. This kind of works. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Danny, I hope you can find well, you, you talked about one friend in particular for uh, a specific band, I believe. Oh, it was uh, David Bazan. Oh, <laughs> or, oh yeah. That was I don't, that was kind of a joke. Uh, the yeah. David Bazan part of it. But I already have talked to Cody about possibly jumping in. 
uh, for a couple, maybe. I, I don't know. I've been kind of mulling over the first. So, okay, here's how this timeline went. Dante told me he was breaking up with me. I was very sad for the night. <laughs> and then the next day, we, you know, had, we like had a little makeup talk session. And then I felt a little better. Then I felt better. Wait, 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 wait. Are you sure you didn't just like dream all of this? What was our, I didn't know you were, you were, I didn't know you were bloody gutted, mate. Um, <laughs> like what, what was our makeup talk? Uh, the next morning when we were, we were texting and you were like, don't guilt me into <laughs> recording two pods a week from now on or something like that. Oh, well that was a joke. Like, I know it was, I know I it was, okay. but that's, that's what, uh, that's what my, my needy, sad little boy inside of me needed <laughs> was, was a little joke to, to make me smile again. And then I felt a little better. And then we kept talking and about like doing some episodes sometimes and me, yeah. uh, you know, playing the, playing the field a little bit. I would still be like very excited to when I when I stumble upon a a new cool metal band on title, like and I'm mm-hmm. like all excited about it, like oh yeah, let's yeah. I'm gonna really hammer Danny with this band. Um, but I think for the pod, I think honestly that might be probably will be a better format where you are the host and you have guests and maybe they return you know semi-frequently because it would be hard to get 52 different guests a year yeah 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 but um here's here's the thing here's the thing mm -hmm. uh i i don't see myself as a host i think this works because of you i play off of you and your energy and stuff so the the hope is that uh, if I do continue to do this sometimes, or if or if I just wait for you uh, <laughs> to do the, you know, we've talked about doing a couple different episodes mm-hmm. already. After you get settled and all, you know, all that kind of thing, I need someone that I can really play off of because I I don't have the uh, the personable skills to do this with someone like me, if that makes sense. Uh, I, it, I mean, it does like, I guess in any, in anything where there's two hosts, you, you hope Mm -hmm. there's some sort of, yeah, some sort of, you know, they bring something different to the table. A little back and and forth, a little ebb and flow. Yeah. They, so, and I, I do think we play off each other pretty well. Um, I'm sure there, you know, other dickheads. (laughs) I I can't be the uh, only one. Possibly, possibly. You, you know, uh, you must know other cynical introverts who can be um, selectively loud and obnoxious for three hours. <laughs> I I do, but none of them can commit to a bit, and that's what I need. What do you mean? None of them can commit to a bit. That doesn't. I don't know. Make I'm sense. just fucking joking. Okay, because you uh, commit to bits. Really, really well, and it's hilarious. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I've talked to Cody. I have some ideas of other things. I've toyed with the idea of doing 
an episode by myself, but I don't, I don't know if anybody wants to hear that. I would certainly. I don't know to if that. I want to hear it. Well, it doesn't matter what you want. I know. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. And then, yeah, I hope. I think what will probably happen with uh, you and I doing episodes is we'll do things a little more loosely, a little less structured from from now on or for now until we decide to start doing it weekly again. I don't I don't know. I with your current schedule and I don't know how much that would change as you you know, they they find out that oh, we did make the right choice in hiring this guy and maybe we'll give him a better schedule or a different schedule. Oh, uh like I don't no, know. That that so I can answer. I do know. Uh not at all because you can't be like an 8 to 5 sports right they don't have morning sports there's not a lot of big like <laughs> oh the state football is at 9 a.m this morning 9 a.m on a monday <laughs> um well, come on when's like curling practice happening <laughs> now see that would have been something if i had gotten the well if i would have accepted the job in minnesota um oh oh they offered you that one huh um not officially i got a second interview and it was like kind of a shoe in that if I would have, mm-hmm. I turned the second interview down cause I had just accepted the, the other job, but I think I would have gotten it, but, <clears throat> um, okay. they, they did have, a. there was, there's high school hockey in oh. Minnesota and that was very appealing mm-hmm. to me. But yeah, I mean like just how like my schedule with coaching was, sporadic and and yeah a little yeah. bit weighted towards weekends and evenings uh mm-hmm. you know i'm still gonna be at those games just doing something uh different and you know like podcasting? less okay I don't, he's, he's not he's not seeming to understand this is like have you like have you had to explain like what death is to Lhasa yet and she's like oh okay but then <laughs> then they'll come back and it's like god how is this kid not getting this she she doesn't get it like because because mon petit our cat died and everyone so she brings him up frequently as does han han gets it though Lhasa <laughs> doesn't quite get it so that's depressing um, yeah it's really really sad but uh speaking of cats and actually i i was gonna bring up mon petit but uh not in like a dark way um uh-huh I don't know how often you wear some sort of sweated pant. Uh, it could be pajamas, uh, yeah, like but sweats. Most you know. days. Okay. Yeah. Um, when you had a cat, would you mm-hmm. somehow just end up with a ton of fur on your crotch? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, everywhere, but yeah, crotch included. I get like specifically the crotch. And hmm. I don't, I don't know how like if like there's more static or something being generated there. Yeah, so like, yeah. But I will I will lint roll it, and then two hours later, it mm-hmm. looks like I'm like a '70s <laughs> ginger porn star. Aww. Um. Yeah. So it's cool. I like it. But I just <laughs> and like yeah. I will. There will be like other like you know f- hair clean to my sweats other places but heavily, heavily, heavily concentrated on the crotch. Huh. Hmm. 
I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and show you. It's, it's yeah, let's super, see. Let's see this. Not super heavy right now, but like, let's see. We're doing this on FaceTime, so Dante can move me around and show so, me his crotch more easily. So, <laughs> so this is just like normal lint, right? Just yeah, on the yeah, leg. yeah. But then you get to the crotch. <laughs> like, you, it's the, the hairs per, you know, square. <laughs> per capita. Yeah. <laughs> Hairs per, per crotchet is much higher. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And it it might lead some to believe that there is some some rubbing going on. <laughs> some rubbing. That, that is not happening. There is no, uh-huh. you know, crotch whisker rubbings going on. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to see if, like, I was doing something weird. <laughs> if it was, like, the, you no, know, the... No. The humidity or something. Well, I don't think you're doing anything weird, but. Yeah. Well, uh, that, and that's another reason I got to I gotta stop potting. Like, I can, eventually the stuff's going to come out. I can only hide it for so long. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Anyway, stay tuned, folks. We'll see yeah. what I commit to. Danny, uh, do you have an? You, you told me you have an OUFL, and I know nothing about it, so I'm, I'm uh, a little, I'm interested, I, and also I I'm a little do. worried. Is it going to be like OUFL um, ways to be betrayed by your friends? <laughs> I did, I did think about coming up with something like that. OUFL aspects of looking for a new place to live. So like things within the the place, like uh, are we looking at apartments? Are we looking at townhouses? Are we looking at one bathroom, two bathroom? How many bedrooms? Uh, things and, of and, that nature. And 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 which of those like aspects are like you should or shouldn't base your like decision off? Yeah, yeah. Or base sure. it on? Is are you basing yeah. it on or off? Whatever. Oh man! Either okay. or, artistic freedom. Yes. Oh, overrated aspect. Hmm. 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 It's weird because it's like they're all important. Like the cost sure. is important. The mm-hmm. the space is important. The you know location is important. Um, mm-hmm. Boy, overrated. Overrated. I was just doing this. Uh, you think I would <laughs> no, have... We, we still need to talk about that. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, I'll say this. I'll say just the idea that a house is mm-hmm. going to be better in... You know, like any house would, would be better than any apartment or townhouse or whatever. Mm, okay. Giving preferential treatment to houses, single-family yeah. homes. Over yeah, yeah other options. Yeah. I, I would say like, obviously, you know, ideally, uh, you would be not sharing a wall and you'd have a yard, but, um, mm-hmm. there's certainly instances where other factors could, could elevate a, another type of dwelling over a house. Yeah. I mean, cost alone is a big factor when it comes to that, because I feel like uh, sharing a wall with anyone is going to cut the cost, most likely, of the dwelling. 
your new your new place. Dante got a new place. Everybody mm-hmm. and and Shugay's girlfriend, the same same place. If we I'm got the same place correctly. Wow! On the same day. Wow! Like, what are the chances that That's... my girlfriend and I get the same place? Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird that you both applied for it separately and they they approved you both. Uh, well, to live there. Yeah, I. I think she's like, it's three bedrooms. We're going to rent out all three rooms. (laughs) She, I think she shacked, she shacked, she, uh, she hacked. Shacked is just, uh, she hacked. She hacked it on my phone and said, oh, he's going to go for this place. Well, then I'm going to go for it too. Just cut this. This is all bullshit. (laughs) But, um, what kind of place is it? Uh, I think I remember you saying it was a townhouse. It is a townhouse. Uh, I will send you some photographs here shortly, Danny. Um, it is a th- three-bedroom, two-bathroom townhouse. Uh, it is two stories. has has a dishwasher, which I am very excited oh. about. Has a it's my first time having a dishwasher in like eleven years, I think. Nice. Um, nice. Uh, in-unit washer-dryer. Uh, it has nice. no kids. There's no children in it, which is a big plus. Uh, after I'm all done with, with this, you can color. Uh, that's pretty fucking sweet, man. Uh, dishwasher alone. Two bathrooms? Two two full baths or one and a half? Two full, though the showers in each are like, you know, like three feet by three feet like stall style like oh sure 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 so they're pretty small but there is two of them we think we're going to use the downstairs what the downstairs shower to like that's where we'll put ben's litter box oh um for so we'll still have the toilet there and the sink but you know we probably won't need two showers um all the Mm -hmm. time unless we have a guest or something Mm -hmm. but um yeah easy to contain the litter easy to wash um Mm -hmm. All of that. Um, that was Shuge's girlfriend was very concerned about where are we putting that fucking litter box. She's like, I'm not going yeah. near it. I don't want to see it. Um, <laughs> so I, I think maybe the uh, downstairs bathroom will just kind of end up being my de facto bathroom, except for the shower, mm-hmm. which we'll share upstairs. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's really good to have two bathrooms. Um, yeah, it's it's listed as two thousand square feet. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they fudge that and and say like. And round up or whatever they, I mean, there's a staircase, so I'm sure that's involved. Yeah. And there's a ton of closet space. So I'm sure that's like all included, but, um, it's, it's pretty good sized place. We'll each have like our own office, which is nice. Um, so, and it's, it's this nice old brick building. It's in a really good neighborhood and maybe I shouldn't say too much because we still have a UFL, uh, to talk about, but, um, are, are you doing this as well, or is it just me? I can do it, too, because um, I've been thinking about it anyway. My overrated, uh, because I have been guilty of this myself, overrated, uh, judging a neighborhood based solely on a listing on, like, Zillow app, right? So you're looking at homes, and you're like, oh, I don't want to go to that. I don't want to live in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Because the last place we lived before we moved here, I was like, I don't want to live in that neighborhood. It seems a little too sketchy. 
because of the main streets that it's on and going down those main streets, it seems very sketch. And so Amanda was like, no, come on, let's just go look at it and see. We turned the corner onto the street that that, our house was on and it was fucking beautiful. It was an amazing street we lived on. We ended up getting the place. We lived there for two years. And aside from uh, 4th of July and New Year's, which were the worst for fireworks, but kind of fireworks all the time. um, (laughs) Fireworks all the time. Fireworks kind of all the time. That's crazy. Um, very, very illegal fireworks. Aside from that, uh, oh, and and fucking people, everyone, this is a the PSA. Stop leaving your dogs outside all day and all night. Let them in. Let them in. Yeah. If you must have a dog, if you must love dogs, bring them inside. Come on. Leave them outside all day, all night, no matter the weather, because they're just going to bark, and it's going to keep me up at night. The yeah a, Do a dog me. a dog left out in a backyard is incredibly obnoxious and very hard to ignore. Mm-hmm. There is a version of a dog outside that is incredibly delightful, though scary for some uh, for some dog owners. I just got a weird text that I think is uh, some spam, but my phone's upside down, so I couldn't read it. Um, <laughs> But so, okay, Danny, you're in any neighborhood. You see a cat outside. Uh-huh. No big deal, right? No, they, no big deal. They, I want to try and, and pet that cat. Absolutely. Uh, they, they sit on stoops. They, they hide mm-hmm. in bushes. They're crossing the street. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. They got the lay of the land. A loose dog in a neighborhood mm-hmm. is just delightful chaos that puts a smile on my face every time I see it because they're not supposed to be out there. Nope. They know it. We know it. They have no survival skills. They really don't. They really don't. Cats are, cats are watching them go by and just being like that, that dog's a goner. Mm -hmm. They'll, they're like trying to sniff driving cars in motion. (laughs) Um, but they love it and I love that they love it. So if sure, you're going to let sure. your dog outside, just let it go free. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't keep it just out in the backyard. Agreed. Back to the point. Uh, I, we ended up absolutely loving the neighborhood and, uh, I guess it, it's, uh, don't, don't judge a book by its cover as goes with most things. Yes. Um, underrated. Underrated. Um, I'll, I'll kind of piggyback off what you were saying. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, I'll be a little more specific. Just the uh, the walkability of a neighborhood uh, mm-hmm. within the past year or so. I've, I've really enjoyed. Hey, let's just let's just go for a walk. Um, is there a coffee shop within walking distance? Uh, mm-hmm. Are there is there a park? Are there nice you know trees? Are there are there homes with you know interesting gardens to walk past and look at and smell and also mm-hmm. are there neighborhood cats that's big yes please please uh, more you you but saw a video don't, don't let your cats outside no you shouldn't let your cats outside uh but if you do i'm gonna pet them uh yeah, yeah. i did see that you video. saw yeah there was that was maybe two or three blocks away from 
uh, our street, and it was right next door uh-huh. to like the the woman who we signed the lease with. Yeah, uh, the walkability of a neighborhood is is yeah. nice. Absolutely, absolutely agree. Let me see. Underrated. Man, I spent so much time trying to come up with an overrated. Now I got to come up with an un- underrated. Maybe can I just steal yours? Nope. Why not? Why not? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna steal yours. Now I guess here is where you could uh, <clears throat> use my shitty attitude, my senioritis attitude against me, and say I'm just gonna steal it. What are you gonna do? Quit? Yeah. Yeah. And then be like, all right, shit. I guess. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I 100% agree with with uh, walkability. I think it's something that uh, you should really think about when you're looking for a new place. Are you much of a walker? Oh, th- not a, not a lot, but every time I do it, I'm like, oh my god, this is so great. Yeah, like just walking around the neighborhood the on a nice evening. Yeah. Um, the one thing I, I do wish is we were a little mm-hmm. closer to some kind of. Uh, coffee shop or something like that. Yeah. I mean, closest you're, yeah. like coffee shop is, is the Starbucks in Safeway. Right. And I mean, that's doable, but that'd be what maybe a round trip, like half mile. I mean, not yeah, too, something like that. It would be, it would be bad. a bit of a trek, but not, not that bad. You but do like, in between there, you do have some nice parks. I remember. Yeah. We have some parks, uh, to get around to and stuff. So it, it would be fine, but yeah, Walkability, underrated. All right. Um, stolen from me. I think everyone understands why I'm leaving. Um, <clears throat> my my favorite reason, my favorite aspect of looking for a new place to live, uh, mm-hmm. your girlfriend likes it. Sure, sure. Like, oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, let's do this then. Yeah. And your your girlfriend likes you enough to agree to move in with you? Is that included in that as well? Well, I, I I think that was a uh, a f- <clears throat> like a predetermining factor to looking for a place was hey so you'll yeah. move in with me okay um, but <laughs> yeah the oh m- like my girlfriend she gets girlfriend f- absolutely fell in love with this place um, but like before we even saw it and then we saw it and was like holy crap it really is as nice as we had hoped nice. And she was like, if we don't get this, I am going to cry. Oh. And I for sure did not think we were going to get it because we were one of like, I don't know, it seemed like four or five applicants. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we, we really lucked out and she's very happy and uh, will at least delay her regret. Mm-hmm. So it'll, it'll buy me some time. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. I just, Excellent. I got to get like three or four months of rent out of her before I have to pay it all myself. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Are you going to be using her rent money to pay rent or are you just going to like hoard it? Now, now how would I do that? Because if I'm hoarding it, then uh, we're not paying rent and I feel like our landlord would. I don't know. I don't think about that through, don't they? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you would, you would, I mean, not that I would, but you would get caught in a crime very quickly. <laughs> uh, okay. My favorite thing about uh, house hunting is house hunting. I, I really love that whole process of 
looking at things on all the different apps, going to see places, taking tours. I love it. It's fun because uh, you get there and you start to, although this is kind of a mistake and maybe this is uh, what I should have done for overrated. Well, I liked my overrated, so I don't know. But <laughs> um, <laughs> another overrated thing is is uh, going taking tours and starting to... Uh, Picture and and dream about where you're going to put things before you've signed a lease. Because that... Yeah. The first home that we... No, the second home that we put an offer in on. uh, We had all these plans and we were ready to go. And then we didn't get it. And it was crushing. Crushing. You, You and Amanda... You probably need to open up your relationship and get a third person who is there to tell you, hey, look, like we're probably not going to get this. Like, let's not Mm -hmm. put all our eggs in one basket. Let's not, you know, we just got to think about this rationally and and wait and see what happens. Because, you know, like if we were in some sort of foursome situation, Mm -hmm. it would be you, Amanda, and Shugay's girlfriend bawling your eyes out and me going, yeah, but we're just... (laughs) We're going to live somewhere. It's going to be fine. We're going to live somewhere. Uh-huh. So does that mean um, you're going to move here? Like in yeah. that situation, you're, you're, I mean, you can have this room. The bed is still set up. <laughs> Do you have any other plans for that bed? Uh, eventually it will get deflated and put back in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so the, okay. So it's not like, Hey, well let's leave it out. Cause we have, uh, these guests coming no, at this no. time. It, it is it is cute because Lassa will come in here during the day while I'm working sometimes and and like lay in the bed and and uh, watch her tablet. That is nice, um, except it's very loud. When it is extremely fucking <clears throat> like if I'm trying to concentrate and that girl is doing her wiggles, get out. I say the same thing about you, gay's girlfriend. Sometimes, <laughs> hey, no no wiggles right now. I gotta work. <laughs> Um, I was very self-conscious about how loud it was, like getting in and out of bed or just like rolling yeah, over yeah. or something. Um, yeah. w- which is why any, like any slight possibility I thought there would be of sex was out the window when <laughs> noticed how loud that thing was. All right. Least. So your, your thing about house hunting gave me an idea. I was thinking more of like reasons. Mm-hmm to choose or not choose a place. Um, yeah, but yeah. Your, your house hunting thing made me open it up. My, my least favorite thing is just waiting to hear if you got the place of your choice or not. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very stressful and it it's emotionally taxing for some people. Um, and because of that, it's stressful for the the little more mature and rational of of people um and you know it's a real burden you uh you big fat babies put on people like me and so so yeah that that wasn't super fun there was like a whole like afternoon and and following morning of like it just feeling kind of tense like shit if we don't get this we have to go to our backup place and there's no guarantee we get that and then Mm -hmm. what so, yep, uh, yep. but luckily it all worked out. Yeah. it seems to have worked out pretty quickly as well, which is good. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, least favorite. 
part. Of, whoa. Paused. Did, did I flip around? Yeah, that was fucking crazy. Dante's doing cartwheels. <laughs> okay, so here's the text I got from Dina at previewweb.bar. Okay. Simply one ISP? mug. What's that? Is that your ISP? <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> Yeah, Dina's out of town, so my internet's not working. Um, simply one mug just before bedtime will help you cut down 57 pounds in wow. 57 nights. Cool. Cool. I can, I can be, uh, like 94 pounds. <laughs> Yay. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's from Hector. Hmm. Oh, Hey Hector. Thanks. Hector. Thanks for listening. Uh, uh, your least favorite, Danny. Uh, yeah, still trying to come up with one. Um, least favorite part of, I don't know if this is going to count, but it's, I mean, it's our quote unquote last episode, so I don't give a fuck. Uh, shitty landlords. Least favorite thing is having a shitty landlord. Yeah. Uh, that's most of them. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, Most of them. We had the, the place where we've lived the longest. Uh, on 52nd Street, we lived for seven or eight years. Our landlords were great. Uh, th- I mean, they were a little stingy here and there, which, but I, I get it. But at the same time, uh, they were very responsive and very nice people and all that kind of stuff. The landlord we had after that in the neighborhood that we really liked, whoa, more cartwheels. That landlord was shitty. We were dealing with a like a housing company or a rental company or some shit like that, whatever you want to call that. And so anytime we needed something from the landlord, we had to tell the company and then the company would talk to the landlord. And so everything would just take a really long time and he, the landlord would refuse to do things. And yeah. And I, I mean, I've just heard absolute horror stories of shitty landlords and thankfully I've never had one that bad, but that can really uh, fuck up a situation. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to tell, like if you're working with a property management company, like it's, yes, they're, they're a business and they're going to be shitty almost in like a hundred percent of the time. Uh, this is a, we have like a private, you know, property owner and, um, they were pretty good to work with and seem, they were like, yeah, you know, we rarely, rarely keep deposits and all that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. And, you know, who knows? It's not until something goes wrong that you really see if they care about exactly. you or not. Exactly. Uh, so tell me tell me a little more about this place. I want to know more. Is it a like a complex? Is it just a small group of town, townhomes? Just just two units. Um, nice. It's it's this big. I'm, I'm trying to send you some pictures right now, but it's going kind of slowly. The uh, yeah, it's this this nice two-story brick building. Um, it has a an east unit and a west unit. What's nice is the shared wall is where the staircase is yes. and where the bathrooms yes. are. Um, so, you know, any funny business in the bedrooms or living room <laughs> is hopefully sure, not going to sure. bother the neighbor. We have a place where we can park a car in the back. There's street parking out front. Um, ben is allowed he is allowed. He costs a pretty penny with the pet deposit. Mm, of course. 
but uh, worth it, um, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, what a bunch of bullshit, though. Pet deposits? Come on. Fucking yeah, lame words. I don't know. I don't know. They, they picked us over the people with the dog, so I'm happy about that. Well, obviously. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did my... No. This <clears throat> may, By the end of the episode, these pictures might send. Um, <laughs> okay. But a uh, lot of windows, so we're going to get a lot of light. It's nice. uh, it's south facing, so mm-hmm. we'll get a, a lot of sun, and you know we're pretty far up north now. We're in Montana, yeah. so uh, we we'll get a lot of sun. We got good views of the mountains, and nice, yeah. And you had a good time in the in the city. We, I mean, it was stressful because we were just like really trying to get this secured. So, uh, we. We sort of accidentally watched the last half of the Super Bowl because we went to go get um, cauliflower wings and a garden burger uh-huh. at Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> <laughs> which is not a place that, you know, shoegaze girlfriend and I would normally uh, go yeah, to, yeah. but we were just like, we just need something to eat. Um, we, uh-huh. we went to this little cafe twice and they had like vegan sausage and good breakfast mm-hmm. wraps and breakfast sandwiches and um tofu like substitute for eggs so you know there's some of that there's a couple safeways and natural grocers um so yeah it it was pretty good good that's exciting man and you're moving at the beginning of march right yeah i think we'll arrive there on the fifth is the hope we have the keys now like we could move in now but um that's exciting dude i'm very happy for you for you both. Thank you. Yeah. Would would you like to move on to talking about this um, this ban based off of work for twelve year olds in during New England autumns? The job raker. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stumbled through this like incoherent setup. Sure, sure. Unless you want to talk about Lagwagon. So that's going to come up naturally and I'll, oh, okay, I'll okay, you. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it baffles me that you have never listened to Jawbreaker. I guess you you did explain that you had Dear You, but you could only make it a, a few songs in. So I've listened to Accident Prone a hundred thousand times. Okay, okay. By on purpose and or on accident? Just listeners, let that sink in if you had any questions about why I'm leaving. Uh, on purpose, <laughs> I I love that song. That song is really really good. It is. Um, I <clears throat> I had listened to a couple other songs, but like they just I was like, ah, oh, this is an accident prone. What am I doing? Sure. Um, sure. Shoegaze girlfriend really likes the song "Want." Oh, okay, okay. So Lagwagon covered that. "Want." Wow, that's interesting because yeah. they're they're contemporaries, aren't they? More or less, yeah, sort of, sort of. Yeah, I would consider um, them of. They're they're kind of like like me. Like I'm on the cusp between millennial and Generation X. They're they're. I feel like Lagwagon is kind of like that. And and Jawbreaker is, Jawbreaker is uh, Generation X. Okay, 
they were a little bit before, like five years before or something. Yeah, maybe. Not even that. Okay. I could be making shit up. But, okay, interesting. So, yeah, that's, you know, I've I've always respected Jawbreaker because I know people uh, won't shut the fuck up about him. Uh, <laughs> and I thought Accident Prone was very, very good. And then I believe mm-hmm. the next song on Dear You is Fireman. I don't know if that's I actually think, true. I think Fireman is is the track before Accident Prone. Okay. And I remember, like, not liking that song. Mm-hmm. And being like, oh, it seems like they just kind of, you know, I was like, I guess accident prone was a one off. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really pursue any more until now when I didn't, I still haven't pursued it, but you have, they have pursued (laughs) me. I have, I have forced you to listen to five songs. Uh, Did you ever like check out songs off of other albums or anything like that? Or was it just dear you? I, I think it was just Dear You. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, as we'll get to, I may have heard another song of theirs uh, and not known who it was. Sure, sure. Um, but other than that, I, I don't think I had ever, you know, thrown on another CD or anything. Hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, sweet. Uh, and And weird. I don't know. I think Fireman's a pretty good song. I guess if you're... If you're more into songs uh, like Accident Prone, I could see how the beginning of that album isn't isn't uh, quite your cup of tea. Anyway, speaking of the beginning of that album, the first track on our playlist and the first song off of Dear You, uh, Save Your Generation. I have a present. It is the present. You have to... To learn to find it within you If you can learn to love it You just might like it You can live without it What'd you think, Dante? So, th- like, the way it opens made me feel kind of how I felt listening to Fireman, where it's like... Mm-hmm. Kind of... <sighs> I, I don't know how to, to say it where it's just like, oh, this is kind of like that ugly punk sound where I'm like, I think these chords are just kind of being picked at random. Oh, and loss is here. I told you after I'm done with this. Okay. So a little bit later. Don't call me, we'll call you. Love you. If you, if she would stop coloring on walls and her face and the table and anything else, then I would let her color without supervision, but I can't. What is her uh, median of choice? Is she, is this crayon? Uh, whatever she can get her grubby little mitts on. (laughs) She, she cannot use, she has these little like, uh, little pet characters uh oh you know you know the the app that she made you yeah. watch her color she has the, the little real life things. version of that wow and she'll just color all because you have to use pens on that and she'll color all over everything thankfully it cleans up really easily uh but yeah mostly we give her crayons these days because they tend to clean up pretty easily 
But well, anyway, now what if this were to lead her to be more creative, and she's you know she's finding uh, dirt or feces? I guess we'll deal with that when it gets there. Okay, I just <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna happen. <laughs> you can tell that loss is a poop flinger. Uh, I'm a little perplexed as to why I decided to give you this song, a song that uh, you had obviously heard because it opens the album that you, the only Jawbreaker album that you had listened to the first five songs off of that, that didn't strike your fancy to, to keep listening. What's wrong with me, Dante? Well, you know what? It's it's funny. I thought you were going to say I'm a little perplexed as to why you would say you don't like this or whatever. But no, you turned it on yourself, of course, in the very Danny way. Um, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, I had probably heard. I mean, I definitely heard the song before, but probably like once or twice. And mm-hmm. then I was like, put the CD in. Skip, 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 skip. <laughs> it was Listen when I put prone for six minutes and then shut it off. I would listen to that on repeat in a way that I'm sure drove my roommate crazy (laughs) (laughs) because I was listening to it on that, like the old school, like Iowa, like, you know, shelf stereo system or whatever. Uh uh (laughs) And so it's not like I was listening with headphones or anything. Um, But uh, I mean, I don't think this was like a terrible choice or anything, but I mean, I guess I can't say because I don't know what other options are in the jawbreaker oeuvre. But, uh, yeah, it's just, we've talked about this before. I'm not the, I'm certainly not the biggest. I'm not really any size punk guy. Um, and so the, like right when Lasso was coming in, I was saying it, 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 sometimes it feels like these, these chords aren't being picked with any real purpose. Um, but there's, (laughs) there's, and I know they are, but they're not being picked with like, Ooh, this is pleasing to the ear. It's like I'm not saying they're trying to make it sound bad but they're <laughs> what am I trying to say it's like could you could you hum right now the like chord progression to the opening of Save Your Generation <laughs> that was just you saying mm-hmm right <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I can't. I've listened to this song like a hundred thousand, as many times as if you listen to Accident Prone. Sure, sure, okay. It's I've just, listened yeah, to I don't Dear know. You more than any other Jawbreaker album. Of course. But, okay, uh, all that being said, I don't want to get too bogged down by the opening. Um, I do like when it gets a little a little bouncier at the chorus. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so I, I, have, I have some timestamps, and unfortunately I can't play them because I need my phone for FaceTime. I don't even know if this one is worth playing because uh, you have to like stop it pretty quickly. I guess I can try to give you the cut signal. <laughs> okay, okay. So go it's to... Fun. It's a fun uh, experiment. Go to 50 seconds, 5-0. Okay. Hopefully the, the, the timestamps are going to be the same on Apple Music as they are on Tidal. I will stay young. Hey, pretty good. I 100% was ready for him to say young and dumb and full of cum. 
Like the first time I heard this, I was like, holy shit, Jawbreaker is like, they're raw. But uh, <laughs> it says more about me than the band. Yeah. Yeah. So that was worth it as a timestamp. But go ahead and, and uh, let it let it continue playing and go ahead and stop it at 111. I have just begun to forget my lines. So I really like that. That to me is very early 90s college radio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that part, rightly or wrongly, made me think of Lagwagon for some reason. Huh. It's yeah, just how the <coughs> how the chorus kicks in and and his voice there. And what it made me think of was, like, so they don't make these anymore because of stupid rules and laws and greed, but there used to be a video game. It was NCAA football. It's a college football game. Mm-hmm. And they stopped making those in maybe, like, 08 or whatever. And But the soundtracks always used to be amazing. And so I was looking at some of the soundtracks. And so here's the soundtrack for the 2006 version. Okay. And I I would kind of, I, I just typed in NCAA football video game soundtracks, pulled, this one was kind of the first one that came up. So here are the, the bands. Bad Religion. Mm-hmm. The Clash. Nice. De La Soul. Mm-hmm. Guided by Voices. Okay. Boy. Jawbreaker. Ooh, is it is it a bad scene? Everyone's fault. It is. Someone and I could have sworn it was you told me that you knew that you knew of Jawbreaker because of or they knew of Jawbreaker because of this soundtrack and that song. Wait, so we've talked about this soundtrack before. I have uh, somehow the subject of of somebody at Dimple Records. That looked a lot like Dante to in my memory, talking about how they like they found out about Jawbreaker through this soundtrack. I mean, it's it's possible that it was me. It was possible that it was my roommate. Um now to be fair, you oh, picture like, wait, your roommate worked at oh right, that guy. <laughs> you you picture me when talking to most people. So it's true. Uh, it's true. I get a lot of shit attributed to me. Um, the amount of times <clears throat> I've called him, um, uh, my wife Dante is going to lead to a divorce. <laughs> um, <coughs> you won't be uh, single for long. Um, <laughs> that's the second that I leave Montana. Um, okay. A- a- after I finish this list, maybe play me a little bit of bad scene to see if it okay. rings a bell. Um, okay, so after Jawbreaker is Lagwagon. Uh, what song? Then, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I oh, I I will. Oh, I can't look it up on my computer. Um, I'll, I'll look it up later. Okay. Uh, Lagwagon, Lush, mm-hmm. Mother Love Bone, Ooh. No Effects, Pixies, Super Chunk. And then a few nice. bands that I do not recognize, but overall, a like, it, they're going for a theme. It's a very early to mid '90s 
soundtrack. It's like um, they were they were going uh, they were taking the Tony Hawk soundtrack idea and applying it to some jock shit. <laughs> sure. Know it all. Know it all. What's know it all? That's the Lagwagon song. Okay. Is that a good song? I don't re- I don't know it by title, so no. Okay. Do you do you know it by Apple Music? I would if I played it on Apple Music, I'd go, "Oh yeah, that song," but I'm I'm uh, not I'm not quite a Lagwagon know-it-all. Do you know it by Spotify? I don't. Um, I will say the audio quality was terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that didn't do any favors, but I don't think so. Like, no, that doesn't ring a bell. Huh. Huh. Okay. Uh, pretty good soundtrack, though. I mean, some good bands, yeah. and bands on there. So anyway, uh, do, do we... I don't know if, how long we want to spend talking about Lagwagon. Uh, I will <laughs> tell you, uh, I, I do know the song May 16th. Of course um, you do. Yeah. Um, I where the frick? So so last Dino. night when Dante brought up, uh, we were texting and Dante brought up Lagwagon and wanting to talk about them. I immediately made a five song playlist and sent it to him, uh, starting with May sixteenth. I don't know that he listened to it. Uh, I did. I did. I I thought it was. I could have sworn I had bullet points, but uh, I guess I don't unless they're like buried within. The Jawbreaker, one of the Jawbreaker song notes, but hmm. uh, let's see, full of cum, <laughs> cum, jizz, cum, splooge, cum, 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 cum. No, I. Uh, what's interesting? So, by the way, when you said you didn't know Know It All by title, uh, that's why I said, do you know it by Apple Music? <laughs> oh, do you know it by it. Spotify? <clears throat> but uh, I was, so I'm listening to this Lagwagon stuff on Tidal, and if, when you go to their top songs, you can like scroll to like 60 or whatever. Like, it Whoa, just, wow. I, I, I guess it just ranks them all by plays. Mm-hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but um, I'm trying to, I think maybe it was Choke was like Ooh. way down on the list, like, you know, yeah. in the 60s. I don't think that album is very uh, popular in the Lagwagon discography so you gave me you gave me may 16 which is their fourth mm-hmm. you gave me violins which is their first oh interesting um know-it-all is their third by the way oh okay um what you album gave is me it on right uh, what's the picture it does it have a picture i have to click it and uh 
uh, it seems like title is froze. Uh oh. Am I just looking at a screenshot of title or what happened? <laughs> Try this again. Know it all. And it froze. Oh, I think, it's off uh, the trash. I, I, I don't know that album. Okay. Uh, I haven't really listened to that album. My, my phone is still trying to send you these five photos of the townhouse, so I think it's really fucking everything up. Yeah, FaceTime is ruining everything. It, rain was like seven, and then Choke mm-hmm. was like way, way far way down. down there. Oh. Yeah. Um, what was the other song you gave me? Oh, Island of Shame. Ah, that's right. Which is off of Trash. And that's the only song I know off of that because it was on a uh, a some punk video compilation that I had when I was in high school. I don't know if it was the Fat Records one or one of the other ones that I had, but uh, that's the only reason I know that song off of that album. Well, I will say I, I listened to all those songs once and then uh, May 16 again because that song's good. And again and again. <laughs> I think... I think May 16 is better than any of uh, these five Jawbreaker songs. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So do you do you like Lagwagon more than Jawbreaker, or did Lagwagon just have like a higher high? I would say, hmm, how can we think about this? Because Jawbreaker has four albums, five albums, four albums, and Lagwagon has like 10 but I, I only like uh, one, two, th- three, maybe four Lagwagon albums. So like Lagwagon has more songs. I listen to them a lot more than I listen to Jawbreaker. But Jawbreaker has fewer songs. I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. I, I, I will say this. I listen to Lagwagon more often than I listen to Jawbreaker. If you were to rank your top five songs... Jawbreaker and Lagwagon. Uh-huh. Would it be I mean, it can't be even because that's how odd numbers work, but um would you have more Lagwagon songs or more Jawbreaker songs in that top 5? Hmm. Probably uh Lagwagon. Like when I think of Lagwagon, I instantly think of uh multiple songs that I love off of multiple albums. Jawbreaker, I, I pretty much love Dear You front to back uh, and a handful of songs off of their other albums. So uh, all you whiny babies uh, that uh, want to complain about Jawbreaker selling out or some shit because they signed to a major label and refused to let them play at Gilman anymore, fuck off and grow up. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, let let a band be successful. You did the same thing to Green Day. Let a band be successful. Uh, has Jawbreaker done anything good since Dear You? Any of the members of Jawbreaker done anything really quality since Dear You? No, not really. Uh, Bert Jester Brazil is just kind of okay. I listened to Orange Rhyming Dictionary quite a lot for a few years, but yeah, nothing else. Uh, Blake's other band, Thorns of Life, was really good, but then he changed the name for, to Forgetters, and uh, they weren't as good somehow, or maybe just the recordings weren't as good. I don't know. Um, also I think some member changed as well. Uh, what else, what other like jawbreaker offshoots were the Horace Pinker? Like, I don't fucking care the, there's a reason why jawbreaker is, uh, reunited and just touring their old songs because the old songs were good and they haven't done anything that great since. Danny, 
Sign me up for the solo Patreon. I will pay for an hour of what I just heard. Uh, that was fantastic. Me, an hour of me ranting about fucking gatekeepy <clears throat> assholes. Yeah, just fuck off. Hey, fuck you. Oh, they can't play at Gilman? Fuck you. <laughs> this is great. This is what I want. Um, uh, yeah, that like left to your own devices, like a different Danny comes out. <laughs> I I wanted to do that rant. I just didn't know where it was going to go. So this was the perfect time when Dante left to go make some coffee. Perfect. Danny, would you play 115? Uh, of which lag wagon song? <laughs> uh, w- uh, sorry, that's January 15th, the prequel to May 16th. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. So, so that part of the end where it's like dun 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 dun, you know, where it has like that one yeah. like chord hit. Yeah. S- speaking of sellouts, as you just were, that made me think of Green Day quite a bit. Just oh, that sure, like sure, one sure. like that one high chord for emphasis or something. Uh-huh. Is that uh-huh. is that called something? I mean, that's a fairly common like punky pop punky. Uh, Move, boy! I cannot fucking. Yeah, yeah. Not before I've I had my. Is it called something? I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's a thing but, that it's a thing that bands do, especially yeah. pop punk bands. And I mean, um, Green maybe, Day and Jawbreaker are sort of from the same scene and played together often. So, like, it's it's not surprising. I, I'm not sure if you'll know this, but. Am I right to say that that was something MXPX did a lot? Oh, I'm sure. Like, we're in the same wheelhouse here. Just okay. One, you know, one band believes in God and the other one doesn't. Um, no, both bands believe in God. One of them just doesn't know it yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can definitely hear the influence that this album had on like a lot of shittier stuff that I was listening to in the early two thousands mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, you know, read any liner note from a rock album from like, you know, 2000 to Oh nine or whatever. And it's like going to be like talking about dear you. Um, yeah. what was it about dear you? That was like, so, you know, revolutionary or you know what what did that album do that has earned it you know this like legendary status i think because i mean as far as jawbreaker is concerned they completely changed their sound i mean well i can't say they completely changed their sound but i mean their recording quality got a lot better their uh his singing is a lot better on this one he's actually singing instead of just kind of like yelling or whatever and that's what he said he said he just didn't want to scream anymore or yell anymore. He just wanted to sing. And I think, I think this along with, uh, the popularity of, of green days, dookie, uh, and, uh, smoking popes starting to come around and like a bunch of other, like lookout bands and stuff like that. All this kind of stuff had a similar feel, but each one was kind of different. And, 
I think Jawbreaker kind of stands out from the rest of the pack of those those bands that I mentioned is because they have songs like Accident Pro and they have songs like Jet Black and they have songs like uh, Basilica. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that correctly. And they've had songs like that early on their earlier albums too. These longer, uh, the song Bivouac is like this long kind of jammy song sort of. Um, and I think that's something that kind of sets them apart. And I think uh, with Dear You, they just kind of perfected it. Yes, this was a time where major labels were just grabbing at any band they could to sign uh, to so that they could be the next Nirvana and the next Green Day. It kind of, it in a way, I guess it, it quote unquote killed Jawbreaker because they put out this album. It was, it kind of flopped. It didn't gain popularity until later. Uh, all the like Bay Area punks hated it because they were, they sounded different and they were on a major label now. Um, same thing they did to Green Day, except Green Day maintained success and put out multiple good albums after Dookie. But yeah, like I, I think that's, I think it was just kind of ahead of its time. Yeah, I'm going to end it there because I'm running out of steam on my rant. I think it was ahead of its time. And I think that's why it took a few years for it to really influence uh, more bands and shittier bands. Same thing with Refused. Like when when The Shape of Punk to Come came out, uh, it took a few years for that to really become an influential album and... Like there were people who were aware and who knew about it and it was sort of popular in the underground scene, but it didn't get huge until after they had broken up. I am upping my me- my membership from $5 a month to $8 a month and I'm okay. excited for the the pin that I will be sent. Okay, um, okay. My, like a I, pen, I really like, like the, one of these? No, that's a pen. Oh, okay. Uh, What's my a, pen going to A pin. Say? It's going to say, I'm running out of steam. Oh, okay, yeah. That'll be my catchphrase. Yeah, but then you went on to talk for another 45 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't wait for like this to like, it's like, oh, I'm kind of like, I'm shy. I don't know what to say. I'm not good at talking. And then fast forward two years (laughs) and you're like some... Like you're doing your own like um, (laughs) Alex Jones show. rant again. Uh, Dave Bazan, known more. Uh, <laughs> nope, nope. This isn't going anywhere. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Who were you trying to do again? I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere between like uh, Tucker Carlson and who's uh, <laughs> the fucking uh, gay frogs guy? What's his name? What? <laughs> the guy who thinks frogs turn people gay or some shit like that. Okay, I I really got to pee. I'm about to burst. Do you want to? Do you want me to take this with me so you can hear it? <laughs> no, wait. Oh, I only got one more timestamp. Can you? Can we get? Can okay, we finish okay, the song? Okay. okay. Uh, two thirty three. Do you have no timestamps? By the way, or are you just letting? Uh, them I have go? I have two thirty four, uh, and I have two fifty nine. Okay, okay, okay. You have to learn to learn from your mistakes. You cannot afford to lose a little face. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just 
Fucking very rad. cool, very cool drums. Uh, like this, like yeah. very quick single pedal kicks that he's doing. Yeah, I, I was not expecting that because sometimes I'll be honest. Sometimes I think the drums are like a little clumsy sounding, mm-hmm. um, and and maybe that's that's just a you know stylistic or a product of the genre. Um, and, and mm-hmm. me not having like the ear for it, but like sometimes it's just kind of like, I don't know, like just very like blunt and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like I said, clumsy. Um, but I was like, oh, this is very interesting and cool. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do one more timestamp before my bladder explodes. I just like that build back into the the final chorus, the pick with the pick slide and the different drum fill. It's, I don't know. It's cool. It is cool. Um, yeah. Which is why, uh, if accident prone is a 10, I'm giving save your generation a 6.5. Sweet. Sweet. Go pee. Okay. The next song, the next song we're going to talk about is one of the only songs I know how to play on the guitar that, but written by somebody else. Boxcar. photos yeah that's a nice color man <clears throat> yeah it's, it's like a it's like a sage green oh like in that the front walkway the entryway yeah, or front walkway yeah. that's pretty cool i like that the walkway is kind of like you almost have like a little entry i mean it it, it is kind of nice to have it just open sometimes too but i think Having a little walkway and then having your living space over on the side is kind of nice too. Yeah, I, I like the little you, uh, coat rack that's up there to the left. It's mm-hmm. gonna be very proper. Do you know how uh, when it was built? Nineteen seventeen. Oh wow! Nice. Is there central heating and air? Uh, there is. Yes, well, sort of, kind of. So scroll to the second picture. Okay. Do you see Very that, like, nice. that, like, great? Yeah, and, yes. Um, basically, uh, you turn that on and uh, flames fly out of that, like okay. floor, to, okay. floor to ceiling. And uh, that's going to heat it up pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I do see a vent on the ceiling as well. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay. We'll see how that works. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The great thing about the summer is it doesn't get incredibly hot there. So mm-hmm. we might not need tons of AC. But it snows there? Mm-hmm. Too bad it's not, is it? Uh, no, it's carpeted throughout. Including kitchen and bathrooms, which is nice. <laughs> Just kidding. Danny just gave me a like ret- record scratch type of look. <laughs> oh, is this going to be uh, the the bedroom where the magic happens with this little bay window? Yes, that'll be our bedroom. Okay, okay. <clears throat> and then um, and, and your magic room. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing all sorts of card tricks. <laughs> uh, speaking of card tricks, uh, we watched one episode of that new like improv. 
show with Will uh, Arnett. Did you watch that? Ew, no. It sounds I'm guessing no by that terrible. reaction. I And also, I've said no three times. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you seen it? Uh, It was kind of funny. It had your, your buddy Conan O'Brien and <sighs> David Wayne. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dave... Talk about like overrated, obnoxious people. <laughs> Are you not a Stella guy? I like Michael Ian Black. I can tolerate in doses Michael Showalter. Mm-hmm. I have no room for the mediocrity that is David Wayne. Wow. Wow. I thought Wander, Wanderlust stunk. What else has he done? He was in, he was in, um, when we were in Butte, we watched the HBO Max movie, Kimmy, starring uh, Zoe Kravitz. Uh-huh. Uh, and David Wayne has a small, it's a Steven Soderbergh movie, and so he likes to huh. throw in like random comedians all uh-huh. the time. Like, did you see The Informant with Matt Damon? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, it had noted comedian Matt Damon. Um, mm-hmm. But it also had like uh, Paul F. Tompkins and Andy Daly and oh. uh, Tom Papa, I want to say. And uh, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. But um, uh-huh. A- uh-huh. Andy Daly makes an appearance in okay. in this new Kimmy movie. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, but anyway, hmm. uh, the place looks really nice. That's that's exciting. Thank you. Uh, boxcar. Uh, I feel like I maybe should have left this song off the playlist. False. No, 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 no. It's a classic and Dante loved it. It's his favorite song on the playlist. So cool. That is true. (laughs) Uh, It was also Shoegaze Girlfriend's first ever Jawbreaker song. It is so many people's first Jawbreaker song. Uh, And and why is that? Was it just like a a single off an album? I I don't think it was a single. Like 24 Hour Revenge Therapy like wasn't a major or anything like that. Like it didn't have singles like that. Um. But it's just like that one classic Jawbreaker song that everyone knows. And it's really easy to play on guitar. Why did you want, why do you feel like you should have left it off? Because it's, it doesn't seem like the kind of song that Dante would like. Hmm. I mean, this might be the song that's closest to May 16. Okay, okay. Right? It's a good, I mean, uh, good counterpoint. Um, well, and I guess the best counterpoint is uh, I liked the song. So okay, there you that's, go. <laughs> that's the fact. I'm sure I have like said the opposite of this before, so I'm going to be a hypocrite. But um, mm-hmm. I like good songs. Probably could be full stop right there. Uh, <laughs> I like good songs that don't really change except for quiet, loud dynamics. Like... Hmm. Okay. Like this song is basically the same chord progression throughout, just harder or softer or palm muted or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can get behind that. And it, like it, it doesn't become repetitive or monotonous mm-hmm. to me. Um, yeah. I am trying to think of one other example. Maybe I, like a, uh, I could think of a couple covers of Boxcar. Maybe you're thinking of that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this song. <laughs> All the covers of it, they really, yeah, are... I'm, I uh, feel like good. there's a lot of uh, Green Day songs that are kind of in that same... Yeah, I, um, When I Come Around is probably 
uh-huh. like that quite a bit. Oh, there's some song. Oh my gosh, there's a song that you mentioned on the pod before. Tight. Uh, that was that was that. It was the exact same chorus, verse and chorus. Um, but you know, was it a song that like? Chorus. Did I give it to you? No, no, no. It was just like something we were talking about in, in passing or or something like that. <clears throat> all right, let's go back. You start from our first episode. I'll start with our most <laughs> recent. We'll listen to it okay. all, meet in the middle, see if we can figure this okay. out. Um, Danny, my first timestamp is at 26 seconds. I wish I had been more specific in my notes. Oh, Danny's rolling away. <laughs> oh, here we go. This Let's is what... In, uh, drop C tuning, so that means I need to play it somewhere up here. That part? Yeah! Oops. I love that part of the song where Blake goes, oops. (laughs) Me playing any song is going, uh, oops. Well, well, hold on one sec. Hold on, hold on, I got it. Hold on. Oh, it's up here? Oh, sorry. It's up here. Sorry. um, You could not have played a funnier sound on purpose. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's all. That's all fine and dandy. And I, again, w- I am not joking. I will pay five bucks a month for this. <laughs> uh, daily episodes, obviously. Oh, of course, yeah. But just w- he, the way he says "my enemies." Mm-hmm. Uh, is just like I don't know what it is, but that's like that. I feel like that's how every song in this genre for like seven years was sung. <laughs> um, it's yes, like yes. it's like a, a little nasally. It's like he says "enemies." I think mm-hmm. I just love it. It's like his voice is simultaneously off-putting and comforting at the same time <laughs> and uh it, it's a very he, he's a very unique musician i would say yes um, yeah, he is yeah and so he's because jawbreaker is from new york is that correct yeah they're they've kind of they were going kind of back and forth i think blake was going back and forth between new york and the bay area um and but he's, so he's from southern california or did he grow up in the bay i don't i don't know it's kind of a weird, like all over the place thing, from what I remember. But I think it, the bulk of Jawbreaker's career took place in the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay, I think. Interesting. I could be um, completely wrong. Yeah. Oh, probably yeah. are, but no one's fact checking you. Yeah, I'm um, actually from Wisconsin. <laughs> um, it's called Dairy Punk. Ooh. It's very good. 
123, sir. 123. Okay. Is it is it okay if I play at 118? Because that's my timestamp. If, if you must. What's the score? I like the little post chorus, I guess we would call that, because it's like not a bridge, it's not a chorus, it's not a pre-chorus, it's not a verse, and it is after the chorus, so we'll call it a post-chorus. The, the part where it sounds like an electric guitar that's not plugged in? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, right before that, when he's doing the, I was passing out where you were passing out the rules, one, two, three, four. Oh, okay, okay. Who's yeah, punk? Yeah. What's the score? It's kind of like the end of the chorus or or something like that. I've, yeah, I really like that part. And I do like the part where it sounds like an unplugged guitar or whatever. Which is how, like when I was in high school and I had my uh, my Ibanez, mm-hmm. I would say 90% of the time I was playing unplugged and 10% of the time uh playing uh too loudly plugged into the amp where my parents would say <laughs> play it unplugged uh, yes that that whole i mean i don't know we played like 25 seconds or whatever mm-hmm. and it was like mm-hmm. five different parts um, yeah yeah but i there's that like little build to a rest and then it resets with mm-hmm. that one two three four part um is it i i don't know and i also don't care but we have to fill airspace um is is this like a gatekeepers are stupid song or like i don't know i kind of i I kind of read it that way um or hear it that way or whatever Uh, but i've never like looked into the meaning of any jawbreaker song but yeah that's kind of what it feels like because i think i feel like they got that kind of shit often and i mean green day did too because they weren't like you know your typical bay area punk band yeah it's good though. I I like it. The, my only other timestamp is just the end of the song. I don't know what mm-hmm. they're saying. Mine too. Okay, you want to play it? Sure, sure. All right. I I really like the drums on, at the end of the song. really cool drum pattern he's saying rob low you're you're all <laughs> you're rob low uh you're all alone and then it ends with you're on your own and i think he goes back and forth between those two sometimes it's hard to understand him yeah <clears throat> it, it's that like lazy punk mush mouth thing where it's you don't want to is, uh, is a really good way to describe his vocal style early in in the in their career. Is this early uh, Jawbreaker? It, I mean, it's it, 24 hour came out a, a year before dear you. Um, okay. So it was earlier than dear you, but <laughs> he just changed the way he sings on, on the next album. And yeah. before that, he always kind of had that almost drawl ish. Yeah. To his voice. Um, it almost sounds like um, my first band when uh, we recorded uh, we played everything live and, and and we tried to do vocals live also. 
and our singer had these like noise canceling headphones on. So he could, he could hear what we were doing, but he couldn't hear himself. Mm-hmm. And so his voice ended up sounding kind of like that because he, he was in the right area of where he should be uh, vocal range wise, <clears throat> but it was, it was slightly off. Um, so it always reminds me of that. Uh, Did that end up rumors. sounding cool? Was that like a happy accident? We kept maybe half of it. I don't. I don't think we recorded the whole album that way. I, so I think of the like twelve songs that are on that album, I think maybe half of them we kept from that part of that day because it was like a two day or three day thing. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a certain quality to punk singing, and I don't know if it was that. I don't think it was that era. I think you could go back to seventies and eighties and get oh, yeah. the same thing where it's like a. Uh, you it's frowned upon to enunciate anything. Yeah, yeah. It's never uh, it's never been about sounding good. Well, I don't I don't necessarily think it sounds bad, but like you, I mean, I think drawl is the best way to put it. Where mm-hmm. like some like you just kind of like it's very like like open, like these open mm-hmm. soundings, and so like you know when he says like anime and. Yeah, or like your, instead of saying you're all alone, he's saying y'all alone. Right. They, yeah, ex- they all just like run into each other. It's very blurred. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, if accident prone is a 10, boxcar is an 8.5. Wow. Very good. I'm glad I kept it. Uh, let's see how Dante feels about the song that I uh, threw on at the last minute. Replacing a different song off of their album Bivouac, Shield Your Eyes. So, so far, every intro to this song has been, what was I thinking putting this as the first song? Mm-hmm. Boxcar, really wish I didn't put this one on. <laughs> Shield your eyes. This, I didn't even put any thought into this. I just threw it on there. Um, can't wait to see what you say about the last two songs. I feel like the last song I understand why you put it on there, and we'll see what you think about the next one. Um, <clears throat> Shield your eyes. Sounds like a sunny day real estate demo to me. Oh, which is is not a bad thing. Um, yeah, I one hundred percent agree with that. It's it's very strange. There's some th- certainly some th- things to like about it, and some things that didn't. I just had to think about it too much, and and mainly, mm-hmm. it's the bass. The bass oh, sounds. Okay. Like kind of surf rock to me. Hmm. Um, it's 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 busy. It's doing a lot, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But it's in this kind of like, like yeah, like sixties surf vibe, and maybe that's uh, the Southern California roots showing. If in fact <laughs> there are any Southern California roots, uh, Southern and, Wisconsin. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, so if you wouldn't mind, play one oh four to hear that okay. bass. Let 
I couldn't hear the bass at all. So I I couldn't even really hear the bass. Oh, geez, Louise. <laughs> I hope that was the right. Uh, there's some there's some bass there. Do there's do, definitely do, do. bass there. Okay. Go get the, <laughs> this is just like a piano only song. Um, well, uh, listeners at home, maybe listen in your own headphones to 104 of Shield Your Eyes and uh, yeah. Well, I'll I'll drop the the actual file in there and hopefully it'll sound a little better. Then uh, th- lyrically, because he keeps he keeps saying the word everything. Mm-hmm. I was just like, uh, what is that song? What is this song? What is this song? What is this song? So it's not good when like most of the time you're listening to one song, you're thinking about another. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it was a song that I had not listened to in, I would say, minimum five years. Could have been, mm-hmm. I remember listening to it while I was in Sacramento. Uh, Anything, Anything by Drama Rama. Whoa. Do you, do you, you hmm. must know that song, right? I guess I probably, I don't know that I've ever listened to drama Rama on purpose, but anything, anything was like kind of like a big accidental hit. I think it was uh-huh. like, it was released when you were in high school. So I'm sure you, you heard it a lot. Oh, Are we going to listen? All right. Yeah. Okay, couple things. Yes, I remember that song. I can see why. Uh, I could hear why you would. This, the Jawbreaker song would remind you of that. Uh, this came out in 1985. I was not in fucking mm-hmm. high school. <laughs> wow, boy, you're you're off by a year, and Danny freaks out. <laughs> um, well, to be honest, like the the what made me think of the that song was just cuz in the course he says anything anything a bunch of times yeah yeah uh, okay so it wasn't anything, like necessarily everything anything everything i get it mm-hmm. okay so it had it had really nothing to do with the first 15 seconds that you listened to but maybe, maybe i know but i also... but i wanted to remember the song and now i remember it oh, okay okay <laughs> so um yeah the shield your eyes just kind of made me want to listen to drama rama or hmm. um, in in Canada, Dramarama. Um, <laughs> sure, sure. The also I well, when did the song come out? Shield your 91. eyes. One. Okay, so this is before Boxcar and before Save Your Generation. Uh huh. This song is what really made me think the drums sounded clumsy, and I think a lot of it has to do with the production. It's uh huh. It's like, do you ever listen to like, like classic, classic rock songs from like the '60s, and you're like, this sounds like shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't, and I really feel like they did not know how to record drums back then, and all the advancements <laughs> that they had made in like the 25 years did not uh-huh. reach the studio Jawbreaker recorded this in. Sure. Um. Yeah. So it was just, yeah, I. I don't know. Like I, I, th- I think as far as like the the song that was written, I don't think that's bad. But I think the finished product, not mm. for me. Okay. Okay. Well, I should have stuck with uh, Chesterfield King. That was the other song. That yeah, I, that's that a really good song. There. Yeah. Is it? Have you heard it? No, nah, I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, well, uh, let's see how you feel about this next song. Oh, is that it? We're that's, that's it for shield your eyes. Unless you have any other timestamps, I'm ready to move the fuck on. Okay. All right. Danny can't wait to be done with me. The, the first uh, song I feel pretty good about including on this playlist, the boat dreams from the Hills. Is that the right title? The boat dreams from the hill, not Hills. How'd you like it, Dante? This is my least favorite song on the playlist. Yeah! <laughs> really? More uh, than Shield, Re- Shield Your Eyes? Yeah! It, this like, uh, It's almost like this song to me is like... T- it's it's not even... It's not bad enough to be... I'm, I'm not going to say it's bad. But it doesn't do anything to me that I find like offensive or like mm-hmm. this sucks. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of blah. It's like nothing to me. Where, hmm. like, even the bass that I am not a super fan of and Shield Your Eyes, like, it is kind of interesting, and it's, like, something that sticks out. The Boat Dreams from the Hill is just, like, it just doesn't do anything for me. Like, the the whole, like, wanna be a bum chorus, like, that doesn't resonate with me. Wanna be um, a, doesn't he say wanna be a boat? That would make more sense, I suppose. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he wants to swim or whatever. Yeah. I want to be a boat. I want to learn well, to swim. Well, you know, Blake, um, you know, start enunciating. Sure. If this, was, sure. If this also, was on... Would you consider what boats do, swimming? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're just in a pool, like, floating, you wouldn't be like, Should, wow, what I a want, great swimmer. I want to be a boat. I want to learn to float. Yeah, what the fuck? It rhymes. Like, it's perfect <laughs> for a song. Jeez Louise. Blake... Well, fucking, I'm going to play my, my one timestamp from this song, unless okay. you have something before 55 seconds. Literally 55 seconds was my only timestamp. Sweet. So he says, uh, I want to be a boat. I want to learn to swim. Then I'll learn to float. Then begin again. Okay. That's not bad. Um, I mean, you kind of got to learn to float before you learn to swim, though. I mean, come on. Yeah. uh, It's been a while since I've been in swimming lessons, but (laughs) there's a process. Yeah. Um, Yeah. How how is Han as a swimmer? Uh, Not good. We We have not given either of our kids swimming lessons because we're terrible parents. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's, I mean, he's been in, in a pool, but he's always with someone and, you know, got the floaties and all that kind of stuff. What percentage of like swimming outings uh, result in tears? None. Oh, that's good. None. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's no, not, he's not like There's afraid not, of the water. No, he's a bit afraid, but not afraid like he's going to, he's excited about getting in. He just doesn't want to put his head under. Oh, okay. No, okay. I take it back. He's a little bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. 
Like, he he's a, taking a bath. If if he gets a splash of water on his face in the bathtub, towel, towel, I need a towel. Is that true? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Interesting. Now, well, has he showered? When when do people start showering? I don't know, but he has not showered. Wow, never. A kid We've, that's I've never gotten to showered. the point. I've gotten to the point where uh, the only thing he needs help with in the tub is washing his hair because he's got a lot of hair. Sure. Um, so I help him with that. But like as far as like washing his body and stuff, he takes care of all that. But is is the hair washing an issue because we like a dry face? It's uh, put your head back as far as you possibly can. And then any water that gets on his face, he's like, tell, I need a tell. Uh, I think I saw like a, a maybe a porn bloopers video that was resulted in a very similar <laughs> plea for help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not to equate your your young child yeah, come with on, Dante, a, come on. just a, an explosive money shot that hits innocent bystanders. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's, it's a good like drop off into the chorus. So does he not? Are we not washing a face at all? Like is that is that face just got years old dirt on it? <laughs> It, the face gets washed, but it has to be very, like, a careful hand. A careful hand is worth one portion of flan. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And we're signing out forever. <laughs> Sorry, yes, you, were, you wanted to talk about the song. Do you have anything else to say about it? No, it was just... Uh, it yeah, it just it interested me the least. Hmm. Okay. All right. And so this goes to show after doing however many episodes we've done, um, and obviously uh, our our counts will differ. Fifty three <laughs> or like seventy something. And knowing each other slightly longer than that, we still don't know jack shit about the other's musical tastes because mm-hmm. we will go into an episode being I'm very confident he will like this song <laughs> I I'm aware I should not have put the song on the playlist and it always turns out to be oh that song you shouldn't have put on is the favorite mm-hmm. and the one we're most confident about he's mad at you for so we shall see because the song I am most confident about you liking Based on the knowledge that you like the song Accident Prone, the final song on our five song playlist off of 1995's Dear You, Basilica. Sunken eyed, best friend of mine. Why do you sit so still, still shaking? Superhero. Sapped of all powers I kneel beside you Watch you for hours I was really glad when you said Basilica earlier because I was like, good, because I don't know how to say that. But then you quickly followed that up with, who knows if I'm saying that right? Yeah, I've I've never looked at it close enough to um, say it out loud because in my head for all these years I've been saying bascula or something like that mm-hmm. but then i was like i'm gonna have to say this out loud i better look a little more closely at this word we don't want to end up with another vince gerard Giuliardi situation on our hands uh, probably our 
best episode still. Um, <laughs> God, I I really gave it to you for. I really shamed you for your disability in that episode. I I, I don't think I realized uh, until then that uh, I'm probably dyslexic. So this podcast did some good. We were able to uh, yeah. diagnose you. Yes, yes. You're dyslexic and I am a piece of shit. <laughs> well, come on. We've always known that about you. That's true. <laughs> um, so symptomatic. All right. Well, all right. I got so the, the first thing about the song was who boy, six minutes. Okay. But very quickly, I was like, oh, I totally see why Danny put this on. Uh, it's another Dear You track. It is very similar to Accident Prone in style and even in some. Well, uh, we'll we'll play a timestamp. We'll play okay. a couple timestamps. But uh, let's start with 29 seconds. You've already mentioned okay. how Blake changed his singing style for this album. And 29 seconds in, you get that kind of like understated, breathy vocal style. Uh, I'm doing 25 because I want to include the little fill that comes in. Was that a nod to stop playing? No, I was just like hitting, like I was nodding to the crash. Oh, okay, okay. That I mean, that still gets the job done. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very the the music is relatively sparse. <laughs> the you know the the guitar is kind of not not droning, but you know it, it's not the like of, yeah 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 you know save your generation or whatever. Um, they're, they're really letting everything breathe and, uh, and yeah, so right then I was like, oh, he's, he's appealing to the accident prone side of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think this kind of thing kind of goes to the point of, of, or one of the reasons why they became so influential, uh, to like later emo pop punk bands is they took that kind of emo style, uh, that started out in the late eighties as of sounding pretty much like punk, but just a little bit softer and they softened it even more uh, and made it a little more radio friendly, made it a little more accessible. And so that's why the bands that came after them that were influenced by them started to sound this way as well. And all those little, those little idiots that I talked about earlier, uh, they just whine and cry about it all the time. And uh, I love it and I hate it. Little idiots. That's going to be another one of your like catchphrases. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Or like you can do a segment like the little idiot of the week or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to call my fans. The little idiots. <laughs> the little idiots. <laughs> um, and I'm the big idiot. Were. Was Jawbreaker always a three piece? Yes. This might be sacrilege. I think they could have benefited from being a four piece. Yeah. Um, get a tambourine in, in there. I agree. <laughs> I was going to say that thing that just goes. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't do the sound, but I don't know what that thing's called. Um, no, I, I, I 100% agree. I, I feel like most bands, most, uh, three piece guitar rock bands could benefit from a second guitar. Cause it just fills out the sound a little bit more, makes things a little more interesting. I mean, there's, there's definitely plenty of bands out there that, uh, three piece bands out there that I like a lot Yeah, that, uh, hearing those kind of recordings, maybe the live recordings or the demos where they don't have the extra guitars layered in there that uh, do sound really good and pull it off. I mean, Alkaline Trio demos, early Alkaline Trio stuff is is always very good. Um, so Green Day. Off. Green Day. But uh, when you're slowing down this much and you're letting those chords ring out, I I, I like it because it sounds heavy. But at the same time, adding a second guitar in there could definitely add a lot more um, emphasis or emotion or, or just fill things out a little bit more, I think. And if you want to still do these softer, sparser parts, you can. The, mm-hmm. the second guitarist doesn't get paid by the note. You know, they can just <laughs> chill, but... Yeah, you, you can add a little more texture, a little more of a, of a bed and the quiet mm-hmm. parts if you choose. And then in the, the heavier parts, it exactly, it'll just fill it out, a, a, a tasteful lead or um, whatever, because yeah. I can't think of any other specific words. But so like I love, love, love accident prone. But... Sometimes accident prone is kind of a slog. Mm-hmm. They do that thing where they, you kind of get to a false chorus mm-hmm. and then it's, then it goes, and I don't mind that. I like making you wait for it. Yeah. Um, but it is like so slow and slow plot. So plotting and I think that is also why when you get to the chorus, it like delivers because it's the let tension is finally being released. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I listen to that song and I'm just like, come on, like, and not necessarily <laughs> like, I'm not like you have to get to the chorus quicker, but there could be another layer, another guitar mm-hmm. that's being mm-hmm. added in maybe just to that second verse that, so it's kind of building. Um, and I felt the same way a little bit about Basilica where, if there was someone, if there was another guitarist who knew how to not do too much, but add a little bit of something, they really would have benefited. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that's, so like those two bands, like you mentioned Alkaline Trio, Green Day, they don't do a lot of stuff that is sparse or slow. And mm-hmm. so the single guitar works for that because it's constant, yep. constantly just, you know, filling the space with power chords. Great. It's it's tough to do that with a song like this, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, when's, what's your next timestamp, my friend? Uh, one eleven. Okay, go for it. So this is uh, this is one of the songs, and this album in general, for the most part, uh, Lil, uh, I want to say 19, 20-year-old Danny, Lil Depressed Boy, he just ate this shit up. This is 1988? <laughs> This is like 2000, 2001. A space odyssey. In the pew, head 
Also, when he says in the pew, head down, I'm crying, it, it made me think of the story you told last time when your your friend had the oh. rosary beads and you were cry laughing. <laughs> Chains like Usher. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little like sensitive poetry boy, depressed Danny, like loved his writing in general, Blake's writing in general. But some of these lines just filled me with de- depressed joy. Is that a thing? I don't know. Wow, that's sad, that's a bit sad, of poetry. Sad right boy there. joy. <laughs> Danny's rap side project. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, sadly, we will not be able to watch a video together like I had wanted to. Um, there, do you are you familiar with Julian Baker? Yes. Oh, I've I've seen her cover. Okay. Um I I had watched it for the first time last night and that mm-hmm. really, you know, stripped down piano versions are going to like elevate emotions yeah, and yeah, emotional yeah. responses of like any song. Like you could do Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and I'd be like, "Holy <laughs> shit, this is like really getting to me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that really highlights that it's a, a well-written song, especially lyrically. Mm-hmm. Um but okay, cool. I'm I'm glad you've seen that. But yeah, um, Schwarzenbach. I I think. Uh, I think so. Good songwriter. He is. I'm gonna say he it. Is. I hope he's listening because he's been waiting <laughs> to hear this for 40 years. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Now I want to get into something that uh, I found very surprising. Um, sadly, it would be really good if we could both play timestamps right after the other. You're going to have to go to a couple different tracks here. Okay. I want you to go to Accident Prone. Love to. And I want you to go to 47 Seconds. Okay. And we're going to try to keep this in our... That's it. That's the song. (laughs) Okay. Keep this in our... Memories. Okay. We got that little that little guitar lick. Yes. Okay. Let's go I, back to Basilica. Okay. I get it. And we'll go to 149. Okay. Yep. I think that's 85% the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, he's just uh, picking through a power chord, I think. Like Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I I suppose, but and I guess at this point, they didn't know that accident prone was going to be like kind of the, uh, well, at least I think it's like the enduring song or maybe the signature song of this album, but maybe that's not true. Maybe that's just my experience. But mm-hmm. um, I, even if you're picking through a power chord, you, you maybe you, you do it in a different order. Or, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's incredibly similar to me. And I was <laughs> just like, wow, they were, yeah, they were really going for a specific uh thing right here but um look it works in both songs it totally does totally does uh i'm gonna play that again because that's the that was my next timestamp anyway and i just want to highlight the this part of the song where it kind of like jumps in between uh moods Tears, 
I've just always kind of loved how it it feels like shifting moods there. It's going from this sad, like minor picked power chord or whatever into like this happy little bop for two seconds, like, like three or four measures, like really quick. And then back down to this very sparse, subtle picked part. And then back to that. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's what I feel like is really interesting and good songwriting uh, more than just lyrically, I feel like this song and a, and a few other songs on Dear You are very well thought out. I, I agree. I think, you know, it's funny because sometimes I would criticize a song for not being able to commit to the minor key mood. Like, oh, mm-hmm. but they, they had to go major for the chorus or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think some, in my limited experience with Jawbreaker... Mm-hmm. Um, or my my ultra narrowly focused experience with Jawbreakers one <laughs> song, yes, they they almost stick to the like kind of dour <laughs> dissonant minor sound yes. too much, and so when because like in in Boxcar you get it, you get the like mm-hmm. major poppiness, and then you just get it here in little doses. It re- it's a little bit of like uh you're coming up for air and then you're <laughs> sure, able to sure. go back down and like wallow for yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. verses. Totally. My, my only other timestamp is at five Oh one. Um, okay. where I, the, the little guitar lick is, it's almost a little tooly. And hmm. I, I don't know how to describe that in any other way other than it sounds like something Tool would do. And it's right before it gets like big and loud and fat okay. and fucking and okay. hard. I'm going to play 443 okay. first. And then I might just play it all the way through or, okay. or something. But Sounds good. Because um, I do want to talk a lot or a bit about this, the end of the song. like that it's like this sad depressing song that seems to be about someone that he loves dying or something of that nature and then it's just got this this angry dissonant last two minutes or something like that i I love the the bass part is that the part you were talking about sounds like tool the dude yeah is that the bass um i'm pretty sure it's bass yeah it it it, it, it hits that like couple of notes where it almost sounds like it's in a like a Middle Eastern like style mm-hmm. uh, scale yeah, like a, or something for a yeah. second, um, and and yeah, to me that's very 
very tool. It's very uh, what's Absolutely. his name? Adam Jones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then yeah, then when it <clears throat> hits and gets gets really loud, it's um, yeah. I love how heavy it gets. Um, this just another thing that you don't hear out of a lot of like you know quote unquote pop punk bands or emo pop bands or whatever, but they just get really heavy and dark at that point. I don't know. It's something that I've always liked about the these kind of songs from Jawbreaker because they have a few like this. I think Accident Prone is kind of in the same vein. Uh, I think I mentioned Jet Black earlier is in the same like longer song, really dissonant sounding and stuff like that. So uh, if Accident Prone is a 10, uh, what did I say? I said Boxer was an eight and a half. Basilica mm-hmm. is an eight. Okay. Uh, I, I oh. appreciate it's it's the the longer journey. Um, I think just overall though, like um, Boxcar, like pound for pound, is the best song on this playlist, and I think that hmm. probably makes me a you know a, a lame normie. Um, yeah. But that's fine. I mean, I I live in a fucking townhouse with my girlfriend. I'm a normie. <laughs> you don't live there yet. And in, in my head, I do. Oh. Um, I, I, all right. So I guess I got to, oh, I I will say, listen to this playlist on title, Mm -hmm. by the way, title. I, I I realized why I like title so much. They clearly just hacked into Spotify and like copy and pasted all of their code. It is essentially the exact same app everything works the same when you go to edit a playlist it has the same little icons where you can like click and like drag songs to reorder it something Mm -hmm. i don't think is an apple can you once you make a playlist can you reorder the tracks you can can. okay uh this guy couldn't figure it out (laughs) um but uh yeah and so it's just spotify except they pay the artists a little bit more and don't have joe Mm -hmm. rogan um do they do they have Five songs or less. Oh no, they don't have podcasts. Um, yeah, that yeah. is is a a complaint that I have is I can't listen to podcasts on it. But, um, <laughs> That's a complaint you have. You you can't listen to yourself on there. Well, uh, <laughs> I I would love to maybe like get rid of my Stitcher Premium account, uh-huh. um, but oh well. I yeah. We have two incomes. I can afford. You could just use. Just use the Apple one. It's just like the Apple Music. It's it's a good prototype. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so I will... Oh, anyway, sorry. My whole point bringing up Tidal was after Basilica, it would fire off another track. Uh-huh. And I don't know if this was like a Dear You, like deluxe edition or something, but th- there's a song that was just unlisted track. Yeah, that was from the original album. Uh, okay it's just like an acoustic track is that like at the very end of the album yes or is it okay um i i wasn't trying to be a bad boy but i did hear uh i believe my track record of understanding his lyrics aren't great but it sounded like you can't sell me incense my world's not good enough to eat yes oh and danny is now going to serenade see if i remember this weird chord at the beginning an A. That's how it goes. It's a weird fucking chord. Anyway, yeah, I, I I liked what you did more than the ten seconds of that song that I heard. <laughs> Can't tell me. 
I don't remember. I used to know how to play that song. If uh, Accident Prone is a 10, Unlisted Track is a zero. <laughs> how about my version of Unlisted Track? 11. Sweet. Uh, and if Accident Prone is a 10, this Jawbreaker playlist is a... Strum something for me. Strum, thump, strum, strum something. 7.7, 7, which translates to a 3.37. No, 3.38.5. No, is that right? <laughs> I can't I do know. that. 3.3. I don't know. Sure, that seems low for how much I like accident prone, but wasn't on the playlist, so... Because you already knew it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think... Hey! Uh, that's, I know that's not Jawbreaker, but that's what I wanted to do. I would say this. I would say Jawbreaker is a band in in total that I respect and admire more than I like. Okay. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, really like Boxcar, like Basilica. Um, Savior Generation was Foyne. Shield Your Eyes and the Boat Dreams from the Hill were meh. Yeah. What are you playing um, now? I don't know. I'm just noodling around. Uh, check out the song Jet Black if you have the energy. It's uh, okay. It's it's another really good like like slower, depressing kind of song like in the vein of Accent Prone and Basilica. Uh, also, the song Sluttering May Fourth is really good as well. Sluttering. Yes. As in to slutter. Like the act of slutter. Yes. And slutter, if we were to break that down, is like to slut? Uh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he says is that in a word? Song, uh, he says in a song that uh, something like, I'll make a word, I guess I'll call it sluttering. Okay, uh, perfect. So I was going to ask <laughs> if that's real. Fucking A, everybody. This will be the last episode with me and Dante for a little while or maybe forever. I don't know. I hope only a little while. I really um, wish my Wi-Fi was working because I planned at multiple points throughout the episode, just at random, to play um, Vitamin C's graduation song. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, now would be a really good time to have that ability, but alas... Well. No, Maybe but you I'm can not add it. Do it. I'm not going to do it. It's the last time I do anything for you, buddy. All right. Are we still going to play <laughs> Tickets to Ride? I don't know. We'll see. We'll wow. See. We will see. So anyway, we're not doing Metal March, which we were going to do, but Dante. Uh, how'd you like that band that I sent you? I, was, I even looked up how to pronounce their name in preparation for that episode. And And how do you say it? Falls of Raros. 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 Um, no, I like them. I, I had heard you had sent me White Granite like uh-huh. not long after you sent me Agaloc because I was like, ooh, this is good. And you're like, oh, well, maybe you'll like this. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And I remember saying something, and I didn't hear it listening to it more recently, but I remember saying like, this part sounds like Manchester Orchestra. 
And huh. I I would love to know what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah. The intro of that song reminds me of like American football or like Empire Empire or something like that, especially with the, the bell hits on the ride. Uh, I, yeah, I love the intro to that song. They're like they're metal, but not metal all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But they're good. I like them. And they uh, they have cool album covers because uh, mm-hmm. there's uh, fog and trees and mountains. Yep. Mountains, fog, all that stuff. Yep, trees and uh-huh. uh, and fog sometimes. Rocks, <laughs> wood, <laughs> uh-huh. uh huh. Granite, white granite, mist, uh-huh. uh huh. Dew, maybe. Uh huh. Yeah, you have to look closely, but you can see there's some, <laughs> like, yeah. When you're dealing with pine needles, it's harder to see the dew, but it's there. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I I was gonna uh, send you some Panopticon, um, oh, because sure, sure. that that was a band when I like first listened to a couple of their songs. I was like, oh, I was really this stinks, and then yeah, I don't know that, if I that's just how I feel about them right now. <laughs> yeah, but then I I listened to some other songs and I was like, oh, this might be my new favorite band. Oh. Like really, I, I think maybe I just listened to like shit from the first album that sounded uh-huh. terrible, like sure. the recording was just really bad. Um, but no, there's some stuff that's really cool. Okay, I was expecting. I was thinking about it recently, and I was expecting maybe a cynic playlist because I know we've talked about them. Ooh, yeah. Um, I mean, well, here's the thing. Now we can just say like, "Hey, check out this song," and you can listen to it or not, and you don't have to like take notes. You can just feel like I'm if not going to do. I'm not going to do that. That's not how <laughs> one should listen to music. If um, I can't, if I can't make someone listen to me react to this, I, I don't know if this will be provide any comfort to you or the listeners, but I will be listening to a lot of metal uh, for the foreseeable future. Um, I've been feeling metal. Mm-hmm. I've been yearning for metal. I should send and you my other playlist I was going to give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. just tell you to listen to Mastodon. Oh, wow, Mastodon, eh? I watched a YouTube video. Oh, man. Yeah, another video that I'm, I'm bummed we can't watch together. I was searching for uh, Jawbreaker Live. Mm-hmm. And let me go to my reminders. I came across... There's a song called Jawbreaker mm-hmm. by the band The Cruel Intentions. Hmm. By by sight alone, you will understand why I was like, we have to watch this. Okay. Um, okay. So if, you know, I'll, I'll send you the link if you choose okay. to watch it. Great. Because it is, it's quite the spectacle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but there was a... I somehow came across a, a YouTube video that was like this random, not random dude, he's in the industry or in a band or something, but it's like his 10 favorite or most influential metal breakdowns. Mm-hmm. And so it like starts from like the mid 80s and and basically stops at 03, though he picks one uh, recent band whose name I can't remember. Um, mm. And that's when you do that, you kind of realize every metal breakdown is pretty similar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like oh, we're at, the chugs are harder. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, I'm just I'm excited to get into metal. So yeah, send me the Mastodon. 
Okay. Uh, so, you know, so send me whatever you got, man. Okay. There was another band. In the process of looking up metal bands, uh, I this is something I do every few years, is I type in the words into Google with some quotations anywhere. Uh, doom synth or doom synthesizer. Because more bands out there, doom bands in particular, I want to hear some doom bands with a lot of synthesizer. And I came across a band called Mammoth Weed Wizard Bastard. You know, four random words. God damn it. Uh, But they are a (laughs) Welsh doom band that is pretty good. It doesn't quite tickle the fancy that I'm looking for. But uh, they sing in Welsh sometimes, and I and I thought uh, you would get a kick out of that. So that I've got a, Welsh is a crazy language. Yeah, um, I, I can't so, even. I don't even know how to pronounce these song titles. Uh, yes, yeah, send me, send me a song or two of them. Um, I'll probably just maybe to start send you a song or two from Panopticon, and then mm. it's just like, hey, are you into this? Cool, but like you don't have to listen to this. You know, all five or whatever. <laughs> Oh, I would. Th- well, maybe. Okay. I guess if, if if I had uh, gotten the Kaya's playlist and I didn't have to listen to the rest of it, I <laughs> yeah, would have uh, bowed out. So I don't know, folks. Uh, I might be doing some stuff with myself or some other people. Uh, we have some plans to maybe talk about taking back Sunday and uh, maybe the new Coheed and Cambria album when it comes out. Uh, we when, shall see. When are you? Um, are you doing anything with Cody or is that just a maybe there's, uh, I brought up the idea and he was into it. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I will. I'm excited to be a fan. I'm not going to let you know about him. I'm changing the name, changing the pot. You're, you're going to get Cody to send you 50 bucks so you can like create a new (laughs) stream or whatever. Five reasons are less, uh, to be mad at Dante. You don't need many, but there are plenty out there. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, As anyway. We go on. We remember. Go ahead and I sign out. One. All the times we've potted together. Ben, you're all washed out, buddy. Yeah, like uh, the timestamp audio. Ooh. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, well, Danny, what are you doing for the rest of your life? What do you got going on for the rest of your days? Uh, waiting for you to podcast with me again. Oh, no.